What's poppin' everybody? How y'all doing? Welcome back to the Swamp Life. It's yours truly, the one and only Big Gator, Gator Love, Don Cayman, Spiffy Gator, Turtleneck Gator, Gold Chain Gator. And you know, you can address me by any of those aliases. I low key think I might just cut it off at that though. I don't think I'm even gonna try to hit you guys with any more. I feel like that's enough and that sounds pretty proper. Uh, hopefully you guys had a nice two weeks, you know, nice Valentine's Day and all that good stuff. Uh, met the love of your life and or whatever, you know, had sex with your side piece the next day or whatever you niggas want to do, you know what I mean? Hopefully y'all enjoyed all those activities. Um, I think I had a pretty decent Valentine's Day, you feel me? I was in Monterey doing my thing. Excuse me. And um, I think it went well. And, uh, you know, speaking of doing my thing, or, you know, just doing your thing in general, I know by now everyone has seen this Black China video, and honestly, I was disappointed, bruh. Like, when I seen, you know, Black China was trending for second dig or something, give ahead, however you want to word it, you feel me, the same shit, but... And then, you know, somebody texted me about it. So then I went to find the video. I was expecting her to be putting in work. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, she's been rumored to been with how many niggas? Like, I was expecting her to, like, be nasty. You feel me? So, like, I was low-key excited to click the video. I ain't even going to bullshit y'all. I was like, oh, work. I'm going to go look right now. And like, watching the video... I don't have a problem. I'm I'm disappointed in the way she was sucking dick. But why was my nigga sitting on her stomach? I'm not. I'm not I can't even call him my. I don't know who that was. But why was whoever the nigga who that was sitting on her stomach, trying to put his dick in her mouth that way? I ain't never in my life sat on a bitch stomach to try to put my dick in her mouth like that. Like that don't even. I, I'm baffled, bruh, like, and, like, aside from the fact that he was sitting on her stomach trying to, you know what I mean, put his dick in her mouth, and she wasn't really putting in no kind of effort or work or nothing, you feel me, like, how does this happen to her consistently, like, this doesn't, this is what her third or fourth time being like publicly nudes or sex tape or something like that you know what I mean so like I feel like at some point you can't blame everybody else you gotta look in the mirror like how does this continuously keep happening to you like why do you need to keep hiring a lawyer to retrieve your nudes and shit like that what are you doing wrong you feel me but also who's putting the video like if she's not the one putting the video out Who's putting, like, as the guy, that's not a good video. I mean, like, it's not an embarrassing video, but it's just, like, that's not a good video to put out, my G. Like, and just as a, (sighs) excuse me again, I'm not about, like, exposing female. I don't know, like, when that became a thing or, like, when that became cool, but, like, I have videos in my phone of me smashing a girl or, like, you know what I mean? But, like, 
why like what do i gain from putting that on instagram or putting that on twitter like what like this is what i want to know like why did he why did he release that or if he didn't release it why did the person release it what do they gain from it what is the purpose of it like i understand people saying she deserves her privacy and all that and i mean mm, like you get what you sign up for when you're famous and shit and like I know I'm doing a podcast and everything, and I hope this blows up. And, like, yeah, when I get famous, I might take some of the shit I'm saying back. But, like, you can quote me right now before I'm famous if that ever happens. I think being famous is going to fucking suck. So, like, yeah, I'd rather be rich than famous. So, like, yeah. I'm just saying you get what you sign up for. You don't really get to have such a private life when your well-being is based on just your celebrity in general especially for someone like black china's case when her celebrity isn't based off a talent or some sort of skill something she's done you know it's literally just based off her looks and the people that she's been with so you don't necessarily you're not necessarily afforded the same level of privacy that everyone else is afforded and that's kind of just the way I'm viewing it and I know that's not really fair but I mean that's life nigga that's what she signed up for that's what I mean getting paid for club appearances and all that shit is cool like just for being who you are so I mean that's life I mean that's all I gotta say about that and you know while I'm just talking about everyday life and everything I don't know if you guys seen the most recent winner of the like biggest the big lottery uh like shit Oh, that stutter was disgusting. I don't even know what word I was about to say. But the big lottery winner, um, that prize total was $560 million. And uh, in order to claim the lottery earnings, you have to fill out a ticket with your name. And, you know, they announce it and all that good shit. But apparently she wants to remain anonymous. So she hasn't turned in the ticket or turned over the ticket to the lottery board or whatever. However that works. And... Once the ticket is announced as a winner, the person loses $14,000 every single day that they don't claim that ticket and it's announced and everything. And so apparently this woman has lost over like half a million dollars. And at the same time, while that's a lot of money, I feel the fuck out of her because I wouldn't want nobody I know knowing that I won $560 million. Like... No disrespect to any of you niggas at all, but, like, I wouldn't want no one I know knowing I won $560 million. Like, if we cool, you would know I'd break you off something, you'd be cool. But, like, I just wouldn't want anybody I know to know simply because it just, it would slip out in conversation. Like, like, I know... It would, ha- it would just somehow happen to come out. Just, you know what I mean? I'm going to be doing my thing. So, like, I'm going to be balling with the $560 million, So, like, and then niggas is going to be out of debt. Like, you know, my homies is going to be out of debt. So, niggas is going to be wondering. So, I feel like it would just slip out in conversation one day. You know what I mean? Somebody back in the city and sees how, you know what I mean? Oh, how'd you, you know, tr-. nigga might just stop himself mid-sentence. But he going to fuck it up. 
and then it's just gonna spread like a motherfucking wildfire. Niggas is gonna get jealous. I'm have cousins come out of nowhere that I ain't even fucking talk to. I don't even talk to my family now, so it'd be weird as fuck. But on the flip side, I probably would just get it. I'd probably get it, announce it, and then just fucking disappear because like. If I won that 500 million, I don't know how much, I don't know the percentage of it that you actually get to keep. So let's just say like $425 million. I get to keep that much, for example. I'm gonna just fucking move to New York. And like, I think I'd be fine. Nobody would ever be able to contact me. I'd change my number, change my government name. All Actually, I like my government name. I'm gonna just block everybody that I don't want to give any money to that's how i would handle that situation but i just don't think losing i don't know i don't think i'd want to lose half a million dollars throughout this whole process but at the same time i don't think losing a half a mil is that much money if you get to keep the rest of it you feel me actually i'm gonna just pull a george clooney you feel me i think it was george clooney if i'm mistaken i'm sorry but if i fucks with you i would just hold a dinner this is what George Clooney did, or the person I'm talking about, if it wasn't George Clooney. This nigga held a dinner. He had a few of his homies that that was really down with him when he first moved out to L.A. and became an actor. Had them over, and he had a million dollars in a fucking briefcase for each of these niggas. And he just said, here, pimp, this for y'all. And he just handed these niggas a million dollars, no questions, nothing. Say, here you go. I appreciate you. And you know what I mean? If I won the lotto, that's what I would do. Something smooth like that. Because 500... Like I said, even if I only got to keep like 400 million, that's fucking boatload. And... I just want to say, I don't plan any of these segues, so... But I do think my segue game is on point. I know it's trash when you point out your own, you know greatness but if I don't pat myself on the back then who will but you know while we're talking about these nine figure checks Jimmy G got a fucking ooh <laughs> like when I seen the number that nigga got that's exactly what I said 137.5 million dollars over the next five like god damn like god damn you know the craziest thing about Jimmy Garoppolo getting this contract and becoming the highest paid player, <laughs> highest paid player ever, is that it's only gonna be for a couple months. Excuse me. And then the person after that is only gonna be for a season or two. Like I'll give you the order right now. If you think about it, next person up, Kirk Cousins. He's about to become the highest played player ever. He already has a better resume than Jimmy G, so he can just walk in and say, I need this much. You feel me? Even if it's just 138 million, 140 million. And especially after being franchise tagged twice, he can easily just walk in and say, I need 30 million a year. If we ain't, if we ain't at even 28, we ain't got nothing to talk about. You feel me? Then, after Kirk Cousins gets 28 to 30 million dollars a year, then we got Aaron Rodgers. 
the best thrower of the football ever. Like, he getting 30 mil. There ain't... If Jimmy G getting... However much... I didn't do that math in my mind before I said this shit. I'm sorry. I think it's, what, 27 and a half a year? If he's getting 27 and a half a year, Kirk getting 28 to 30 per year. Whew! I don't even know what Aaron... Like, Aaron could just walk in and just say a, a number. You know, like, the Packers can't say no. What... They have they have not built a good enough team around him, and that was proven in this season way more than it's been proven before. That they just have not been pro- like building a sufficient team around him. So if he say he want forty seven million, they gotta be like, well, I mean, shit, Aaron. I mean, if we give you forty seven, then we gotta cut him, him, and him. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, what are we gonna do? Y'all gotta let him know. That, that that's what would have to happen and then he would have to talk himself back down because there ain't I feel like the Packers would have to give Aaron anything he asked for and then even then he's only, he's only going to be the highest paid payer for a season or two like I just said because after Aaron Rodgers contract is up <laughs> excuse me just Dr. Pepper has me burping like a motherfucker then Matt Ryan his contract is up he's been a MVP Super Bowl you <laughs> got blown the fuck out, but I mean, or not blown the fuck out, but I mean, got beat the fuck down, but, you know, he's taking the team to the Super Bowl, has a good resume, so, again, if he, if Kirk Cousins got 28 to 30, Matt Ryan gotta get at least 32, 32 to 35, you know what I'm saying, so, the salary caps are just gonna be so much different, I feel like quarterbacks are gonna be having so much more responsibility simply because you're not going to be able to pay a star receiver his actual value unless he's on a team with a mediocre quarterback. You know, just to stick with sports while we're on the topic and uh, shit like that. I'm sure, well, if you watch football, I'm sure you've heard of uh, Johnny Menzel trying to make his comeback and how he's clean and sober and everything like that. Um, he was apparently... Apparently, he's been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, and, uh, you know, I was watching his Good Morning America interview, and uh, he talked about how he, after, you know, winning the Heisman and just riding that wave, that high, I guess, he felt entitled to the things that he achieved and the things that he earned, you know, he just felt entitled to everything that was coming with it, and... You know, my problem with, like, the whole situation is, and this is going to get bigger than Johnny Manziel, but, like, my problem with this is, how do, well, I, I mean, I know why, but it just, I have to ask, but why do white people get so many excuses? Like, white people get every possible excuse that if even like even if it was the same excuse for a person of color it wouldn't be a reason like it wouldn't be a good enough reason or an excuse for it to be valid but yet white people get to use these excuses and just take it and run with it like it makes absolutely no sense you reached 
of a very you reach a level of success that should only be a stepping stone to crave more success him reaching that becoming the first freshman ever to win the Heisman and not winning it the next year I feel like that should have that should have made him hungry you know that should have motivated him to be great in the NFL that should have showed himself that he has potential to be great in the NFL not entitle him to feel like he deserves everything that's going to come with being in the NFL you know like I hope I'm making sense because I'm pretty lit right now but I just think that it's crazy because let's let's just go for it with a black quarterback for example Michael Vick this nigga was providing for like I'm just running with something right now so if, if I get a little off track you know you can always tell me message me or whatever but Michael Vick for example black quarterback MVP highlight of the fucking NFL at one point biggest star in the game at one point this is undisputed like if you were watching the in like in bleh. fuck I hate when I stutter when I'm talking if you were fucking watching the NFL around 04 if I lived in Atlanta around 04 and he was like I know this is like somewhat biased but he was by far the biggest shit in Georgia or in the south in, in 04 02 04 like Vic was fucking big, nigga. When this dog fighting thing happened, it just happened at his house. You know what I mean? And the world killed Michael Vick. Michael Vick got no excuses. Not one single excuse. Not one single reason or anything. Dog fighting is part of Southern culture. Whether people want to accept that or not that shit happens pretty often out there dog fighting is a thing like you know what i mean like i know it's not the best thing but like dog fighting there's dog fighting rings and just that shit's popular in the south nigga like that's a i don't know how to i don't know how to justify it but if he grows up around that and he's that's what he's exposed to and that's what he sees as being okay and just accepted when he grows up and does it how come that isn't somewhat of a reason or the same excuse that a young white male would get if he was exposed to that culture growing up for example drinking partying doing whatever the fuck he wanted to do how come he doesn't get that same excuse as the young white male who that's what he was exposed to and that's all he knows you know like for example, I know everyone's heard about the shooting in Florida that happened. Rest in peace to all 17 of those people that were killed. But like I was talking about how they were the news outlets just make every excuse for a white person to to um, for, to almost justify the behavior that was c- committed or, you know, what happened. And I'm not sure if, but the very first article I even seen was depressed, bullied, teen kills slash injures 17 students at his high school, at his old high school. And my thing is, I don't give a fuck that he was bullied and depressed. 
those other people are dead. They don't get to have feelings anymore, bruh. Like, how, how is that, like, this shit, like, that shit was almost, not even almost, that shit was, like, disgusting to read, like, it was upsetting, like, I don't even, I didn't even have the words to fucking, to explain this shit, it didn't make sense how it's only white people that fucking do these sort of actions, like, I don't even want to just call out a whole race of people, but we all know it's only white people, you hear some shit on the news, and you can just tell it was a white person, you feel me, like, nigga walks into the movie theater, shoots a bunch of people, who do you think it was, if it's a mass shooting, who do you think it was, it's always a white person, so, at some point, when do we stop making excuses? Like, mental illness is a super real thing. Like, I 100% am acknowledging that. Don't get me wrong. Excuse me, by the way. I'm just saying, it's not always an excuse or a reason when that person, when it's a person of color with a, with a mental illness or a mental disability. It doesn't always apply. And that... That shit bothers the fuck out of me, you know, especially, I mean, it only bothers the fuck out of me, I guess, being as though I'm a black man and like seeing this shit happen over and over and over and over and over and over on the news. It's like, bruh, when do white people like, when are, when are like the consensus of white people like, damn, bro, we really are fucked up. Like how much studies or how many shootings need to happen before it's before white people realize it's not the Mexicans over the coming over the border or it's not black people committing crimes and shooting themselves in their own neighborhoods and it's just like fuck like this kid was making snapchat videos he was in Instagram like DMs saying like hateful racist shit the FBI was warned about it like they knew about it his potential, you know, him potentially being a terrorist, and they did nothing, like, shit like this, it's just like, let that have been a nigga named Muhammad Abdul or something, bruh, like, I'm a, like, I don't even need to say nothing else, let that have been a nigga named Muhammad Abdul, and we all know what the fuck they would have been saying, what they would have been calling him, everything. Let that have been a nigga named Jeremiah Stevens, bruh. Actually, Jeremiah Stevens, ain't that ain't black enough. Let that nigga's name have been DeAndre Jones or some something black like that. And if he only had a goddamn parking ticket, they would have made it seem like he was some law law testing just I don't even they find ways to just make it seem like he was just almost a criminal that he's just been planning to been breaking laws his whole life he was suspended 14 times in middle school throughout his academic career he's been expelled 15 like they just say shit and it's like damn blow is a bad dude like they just find something to make him seem like a like they'll find something to make a person of color just seem like a bad person. And I <clears throat> and I mean I know 
anybody of color already knows this shit. Like, we all know that this shit happens. But goddamn, bruh. I mean, I guess my thing is, like, how can we do better? Like, just as a society, like, I don't know, man. I just feel like we we need to do better. Like, banning the... People are talking about just removing gun laws or, like, preventing people from buying guns and shit. And I don't feel like that's going to help anything. Like, making purchasing a gun completely illegal isn't going to do anything. Like, I can't legally go buy a gun because I have a medicinal marijuana card. But if I wanted to buy a gun, y'all don't think I could just go to Oakland and get a burner? Like, for real? Like, I I don't think obtaining a gun... Like, making it illegal for anyone to purchase a gun is the answer. But I do think making it a more strenuous process, a more tedious thing for people to have to do, a lot more paperwork, a lot more information in databases and just shit like that, I do think that could stop potentially some of the things that are happening recently. You know what I mean? But... At the end of the day, if a person really wants to commit a crime or do something heinous like this, I feel like they're going to find a way to get it done. There's not something that a person can do to really stop them unless, you know, you talk to them and see what they're feeling. But I think it's I think it's crazy that his parents, um, he's adopted, by the way, his parents said they see no signs of this. And I guess it's just like me, like knowing, I don't even know that much about psychology. I mean, I know more than the average person. I mean, like, you know, I'm majoring in neuropsychology and psychology is incredibly interesting to me. Like, and I analyze people very well, I've been told. So like, I guess it's very hard for me personally to imagine that there are absolutely no signs that you're fucking living with a serial killer or a nigga that's planning to commit a mass murder like that's kind of fucking baffling to me personally like he showed no signs he didn't come home upset at all like you guys didn't talk about how his life was going about how his day was going at all to where you had no idea he was bullied depressed apparently so nobody knew anything like it like shit like that it just like sometimes the shit just doesn't be adding up to where like I know this is going to sound like low-key a conspiracy theory, but, like, sometimes, and I don't want to, like, make it seem like it's fake at all, but, like, this shit almost seems, like, fake, or, like, it's like they're trying to flood us with this shit to make us ignore something else, you know? Like, man... America's a grimy country. Like, if y'all know, y'all know. I'm not finna spill all the beans and get assassinated just to get assassinated, you feel me? But America's done some grimy things with the news. 
to make us look one way while something else was happening on the other way. That's how I'm gonna word that. So, while this young man murdering 17 people is extremely tragic and there are things that need to be done in order to prevent shit like this from happening, I wonder what they're making us look away from at the same time. Because something that they're making us look away from is always just as, if not more, tragic than what they're making us look at. It may not be immediate, but it, in the long run, shit like that is always very sketchy. Uh, I don't want to stay on that for too long, man. I don't want to make the whole podcast too serious, you know. <clears throat> just some of my thoughts on that topic and what was going on with that, you know, and just society. But while we're on that, you know, or just society in general, <sighs> did y'all see this woman tell LeBron and Katie to just shut up and dribble? Like, do people be... Like, I know it was on Fox News, and, like, we know who Fox News' target audience is, and we know what their goal is, you know. But, like, at the same time, bruh, do, like, she has an editor and, like, a producer and, like, who the, like, who the fuck wrote this in the teleprompter for her to read? Like, who... Who didn't turn off the camera? Like, I think it was Jake Long. No, Chris Long, Super Bowl winning champion. He started a thread on Twitter about all the people that they've had on Fox News to give political fucking commentary or just talk about, you know, society and shit that's happening. And nigga, by far, like, by far, LeBron James was the best person to talk like he, I know he wasn't on Fox News commentating on some shit but LeBron was by far the most qualified individual to talk about political aspects and society society and just everything that's going on in, in America right now based on all the people they pulled up on Fox News like Young Jock Kid Rock like I <laughs> I'm not even, I don't even want to go down the list of people that they had on Fox News talking about political activities and just, like, the audacity of this woman. I didn't even know who this woman was, and I'm not even, I had wrote her name down, but I'm not giving her no motherfucking credit. I don't even, she doesn't deserve the notoriety for being stupid. Like, she knew, she knew how racist that shit sounded. Like, I'm tired of people making it seem like they don't know how racist shit sounds when they say shit like that like you know how racist that shit sounded get the, like get the fuck out of here man like fuck that lady um <laughs> you know while we're on basketball anyway though um all-star weekend was this week and i was pretty much wrong about all, like literally I didn't pick a winner between team oh actually I think I did choose team LeBron so I was only right with literally one of my picks for all-star weekend which was choosing team LeBron other than that I fucking chose PG 13 to win the three-point contest 
That was, that was, oh my god, he only hit nine threes. That was, watching that highlight was hurtful. Fucking, I'm pretty sure I chose Larry Nance Jr. to win the dunk contest. And he made it to the final, but he didn't win. And the dunk contest is interesting. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't as exciting as I would have liked, but I was, I was into it. So I'm not, I wasn't disappointed. I'll put it that way, but it was, I don't know, man. I felt like it could have been just a tad bit, a tad bit more exciting. You feel me? And then, uh, what did I say? The dunk contest, three point contest, the all-star game. Yeah. That's all I gave, uh, predictions on, but then, uh, you know, what else was cool was the celebrity game. And I'm not talking about the NBA celebrity game. Two Chains and uh, Snoop Dogg had their own celebrity game, and that shit was pretty tight. Watching that shit was cool. Um, I see, <laughs> I seen the fucking game and Chris Brown smoking a blunt middle of the game. <laughs> These niggas was trying to pass that under their legs and shit. Fucking the shade room put that shit on Instagram, and the game commented, "Weed is legal." <laughs> Um, their all-star game was cool. I didn't really watch the celebrity all-star game for the NBA, but I did see Quavo win MVP. And I don't know who Rachel, whatever her name is. I'm sorry, Rachel. But that block on her was fucking vicious, my nigga. Like, why was he out there cooking everybody so hard? Like, he sent her shit to the stands, my G. Like, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I knew Quavo could hoop, you feel me? I assumed he would win MVP, but, like, he was really out there looking like a hooper. Like, he really looked low-key like he could ball, and I was kind of disappointed that no one was really trying to give him some work. Um, You know what else was disappointing was that Famous Lowe's didn't make t- the, either team. Like, I feel like he's definitely famous enough and known enough to like make the all-star celebrity game especially when this thing is getting quoted on nba tv and everything like that you feel me it's niggas in the nba are wearing his hoodies i mean he knows niggas in the league you know I'm, i mean i, I won't say they friends and shit i don't know his, his niggas relationships but I, you know I, he posts videos they say what's up and everything they wear his hoodies so i mean i feel like that's enough notoriety to at least play in the nba celebrity game nigga you feel me so I think that's a little wild that the NBA didn't put him in there. They need to work on that. Uh, and I already talked about. Well, actually, I didn't even. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty positive. I already talked about the God's Plan music video in my last uh, podcast before. Well, not the whole video, but just a little bit. And uh, I watched the video. I think it was like two days ago. And I that shit was hard, bro. He was walking around the city, you know what I mean? He went into that grocery store, bought everything for everybody that was in there. That's dope as fuck. Then he was just walking around Miami, passing people money, like thousands of dollars. like. And I guess it was people that really needed the money. And I don't know how, like, what their circumstances were specifically or how they reached out to him or how he knew they needed what, but... It was pretty crazy because you could tell they had real genuine reactions, like real tears, just real, like pure happiness and like relief. You feel me? Like 
he handed one of these niggas like a stack. It was like 10. I'll say it was like 10 G's. And you could tell, like you could just see like the pure relief and like happiness on this nigga's face, bro. Like, and I think just positive, cool shit like that is really like dope for the society and the world to see. Especially for a nigga like Drake to do because he's big enough and he has enough money to where it's like people expect him to do like really cool charitable shit but like niggas don't expect him to give away a a full million dollars in a day or you know in that whole span you know what i mean niggas don't expect him to give away a million dollars on camera and really document how he's spending all this money like everybody all these rappers should talk about throwing money in the strip club buying all this jewelry and doing all this shit but how many of these niggas really document changing somebody's lives and futures you feel me so I think that that was just something cool as fuck. Like, just that simple. I think that that was cool as fuck. And uh, more power to that nigga. Um, and uh, that's all I got this week, pimp. Um, fuck with me next Tuesday. I'm going to stay consistent. That's always been the plan. I was just busy last week. So, yeah. Um, if there was something I got wrong or, you know, something you want to further discuss or you feel me, any discrepancies, questions, comments, concerns, um, uh, feel free to message me, um, on IG or Twitter. My shit's I am Gator, uh, one underscore on Instagram, two underscores on Twitter and, uh, fuck with me, bro. I'll talk to y'all next Tuesday.